Game begin. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 28 of Dadgum Nerds, your podcast for family first fanboy puns. I'm your host, Zach, and nerding out with me today is Kevin. Hey. The man, the myth, the dumpster fire, Trip. You're not Andrew. <laughs> and the living Kaka. Hey, I'm Brett, everybody. <laughs> you didn't introduce him. <laughs> By the way, I'm Brett. That was his introduction. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Listeners and or viewers, you're not imagining things. I am hosting tonight, Zach. It finally took 28 episodes for us to convince Andrew to take a break. So I am assuming the helm for host tonight. We have Good got... Good luck, everyone. As, and as he listens tonight, he is... He, as he listens right now, he's clenched up. He's yeah, what's going to happen? Zach's in charge. <laughs> the puns have been unleashed. Oh, so God. we are Punlish moving into hell. part two of our MCU series, and we are going to be talking about the last Avenger, Captain Marvel. But first, as is tradition, let's start with a dad check in. And one dad we haven't seen in a little bit is Brett. Brett. Yeah, so just had a baby daughter. Callie. Yeah, Callie. Callie. Is that like a baby mama? Or is that just <laughs> is the ba- baby daughter is just it's, it's just it's, uh, it's not it's, it's just not a it's not like a slang term. Just a girl. Nope. It's just a girl. Just very, okay. very, yep. very fitting for this episode. <laughs> you had to make it something trip. Appreciate that. So Callie is a just an adorable little girl. Uh she loves to loves to sleep, loves to eat. She she's a lot easier than my loves firstborn, to eat. my son. Loves to sleep. Yeah, I that, mean, she's a so we all have something in common. Oh. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so uh, glad to be back. I haven't shaved in quite some time because it's dad life all in a new phase. Kevin, you've got me beat by twice what I have yeah. right now. I respect you. Well, we're glad to have you back, Brett. Stubble Three's the hard one. Yeah, well, that, that was kind of going to be my next question. So what, what have been your learnings with number two? Because Callie is baby number two for you. So what, what's been the biggest learning curve so far? Well, first off, the the sleep factor is once again back, mm-hmm. or there are, should I say lack, or thereof. lack thereof? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we, yeah. We see those bags. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's newborn, <laughs> newborn. And so, and what we're trying to luggage. figure out is what is the new schedule like? Because it used to be that one of us would just get up and get Josiah breakfast. Mm-hmm. Well, now Everybody's she's up. up a good chunk of the night. So does that mean I get in breakfast? Does she get in breakfast? Mm. What, what is the new rhythm? I've got to go to work at some point. So we're, we're trying <laughs> to figure all this out. Yeah. Establish those new rhythms. Yeah. Well, yeah. Callie is super cute. Yes. And, uh, so I've heard she looks like her mama. Super cute. All right. Well, what? let's get this party started. It's time for our marvelous discussion. We'll be right back after these amazing words. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging out with us here on Dadgum Nerds. We truly appreciate it. And also, in case you didn't know, we are also both on Facebook and Instagram. It's a great way for you to help us grow the show and get it out to other dads and nerds. So we truly do appreciate it and would love to invite you to be part of our Dadgum community. Have a great one. Appreciate you. All right, y'all. Let's get this discussion started. So we're going chronologically through the MCU. So not in movie release order, but chronological through the timeline so we're on the second film which actually is captain marvel starring brie larson so uh i'm gonna let kevin do most of this because this is kind of his thing but the setting is the 90s 
Yes, the 90s, the de- the best decade, the decade I grew up in. Word. Uh, Word. So the decade that brought us PlayStation. Yes. Was dominated by Seinfeld. Chain Good for wallets, the tuna. Overalls. Pokemon. Mm. Gushers. Mm. DuckTales. Mm. I can go on and on. I'll right, stop so there. So is this a video about the 90s or Captain Marvel? <laughs> we're, we're just, setting the, we're, I could we're just setting the field. Setting the one field. on the 90s. But and if you block. want to do one on 90s music, I'm all in. <laughs> so okay. I must be on in. the wrong podcast. This is about Captain Marvel, I thought, right? Which takes place in, Which takes place in 1995, the 90s. <laughs> right. so dead center. So just remember, Blockbuster was alive and well, and the radio waves are dominated by Nirvana, Backstreet Boys, and Snoop Dogg. Snoop so Dog. now that we've got that setting up, in place, Snoop? fair warning to all of our listeners, this is full-on spoilers. So if you would rather go into watching this movie spoiler Cree, I, I mean free nice. then well hit pause wherever you are and go watch it we promise we'll be right here when you get back so again, spoilers brie larson is in this what? Sorry, sorry sorry okay. for anybody if it's on imdb it was... is that really a spoiler but all right <laughs> so now that you're back welcome welcome we've got three questions that we're going to tackle all right number one what did this movie do well number two what would you have changed? And number three, we give our dad night, date night, and family night scores. All yes. right, so question number one, what did this movie do well? Trip, let's start with you. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is the special effects. Uh, the movie mm-hmm. was, one of my gripes with Captain America was the special effects in a couple of areas. Um, these were much better. It should be because when they when the movie came out uh it was about 10 years yeah it's a whole decade so yeah so it it better be (laughs) it better be um and so the i thought the the, you know the fights and everything were were well paced at least the action was pretty to look at uh it was great to see young sam jackson and especially agent colson again i really i forgot how much i missed him i never i'd never really watched agents of shield past season two and so it was just nice to see his face again and that somebody figured out a way to bring him back. Um, I mean, the actor didn't die. Right. (laughs) Well, the character did. Um, Or did he? But then they brought him back, right? They brought him back in agents of shield. Point being point being, it was nice to see him back in the movie portion of the MCU. And, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, once again, I'm I'm giving major props to the supporting actors because yeah. I really love just about anything that Ben Mendelsohn Mendelssohn is in. Uh, ben Mendelsohn. Mendelsohn. <laughs> love him so much I can't pronounce his name. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even the bad movies that he's in, I I really enjoy him. He's like Gary Oldman or Sam Jackson for that matter. I'll just I'll watch anything with him in it at least once. He's a little uh, typecast so, though. Like whenever you see his yeah, face, you're just expecting him to be some sort of villain. Yeah. Right, right. When I see Gary Oldman, I'm expecting him to be uh, crazy at some point. <laughs> and if I see Sam Jackson, I'm expecting a couple of f bombs. It's part of his. It's part of his brand. So and Tommy I mean, Lee Jones like, is grumpy. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, Denzel Washington is always cool. So yeah, it's just it, it's like going to McDonald's. You know what you're getting every single time, and mm. it's comforting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, Sorry. you know. You know Sorry. where he's uh, been. Kevin's. Okay, let me rephrase then, uh, for Kevin's sake. It's like going to Chick-fil-A. You know what you're getting every single time, and it's comforting. Yes. Waffle fries all day long. All right, well, aside from the peanut oil goodness of Ben Mendelsohn, thank you, Tripp. Uh, Brett, how about <laughs> you? 
What, what did you like about Captain Oily, Marvel? Oily is actually a good way to describe Ben Mendelsohn. Sorry, Ben, <laughs> if you're listening. It's, it's, uh, well, that's the characters he usually plays. Yeah. He looks kind of greasy. Like if you've seen, um, I know we're getting off topic here, but if you've seen Bloodlines or, uh, oh gosh, what's the, there's a movie with him and Ryan Reynolds where they're um, basically going casino hopping and, and gambling. Uh, Mississippi Grind. Um, oh, wow. He, he plays like these losers. It's, 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 it, it's awesome, dude. It, it, uh, it burn it simmers, not burns. Put it on the list. <laughs> uh, you're just stuck on this oil motif and now you're like, yeah, simmers. Exactly. Burns. Anyway, okay. Somebody else say something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll answer no. your question, Zach. So when it comes to this movie, I, I've got to actually admit it, it wasn't my favorite. Although I do have to give props, just like Tripp said to the visual effects. I mean, they mm-hmm. not only... Uh, had to do a lot of visual effects when it come, came to like powers and things like that, but they created worlds with their mm-hmm. visual effects. So that's props good, to yeah. them. Uh, props awesome. to them with that. It, it's a lot of hard work. Uh, past that, um, <laughs> I, I I don't know, man. I that I had some qualms with the movie, but uh, well, I will you, save that. For you later. say visual effects. I mean, like Samuel Jackson was de-aged. In every yeah. single scene that we saw him, like sure. that's pretty yeah. significant. Yeah, I mean, it is. That, and I completely I mean, agree. I mean, th- there was a little bit of, I mean, funnily enough, you were talking about Captain America last episode and how they did kind of like the face swap on a body double. But I mean, mm-hmm. this is different to where like yeah. they, I, I was looking into the stats and there was, I, to give you context, I mean, there was like 50 shots in Captain America that they had to do that kind of body swap facial mm-hmm. thing. There was 500 <laughs> shots in this one That's where they going. had to de-age Samuel That's Jackson. Ooh, and I mean, and I, Colston. yeah, well, it, I mean, Colson wasn't in nearly as many scenes, but yeah, no, but they did he, for him he as well. Up that 500 number. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you um, got to admit it was, it was almost at the time kind of touching on the deep fake that was starting to come out at the same time. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so it's not like they replaced his face or anything, but the same principle was there. They manipulated his face in a certain way. Yeah. Not just superimposed uh, it. So I if, agree. If I had, I'm not a, there. I'm not a, I'm not a, a CGI guy. I don't know the first thing about mm-hmm. to start, but where to start. But I will say if I had to de-age anybody's face, I would want it to be Sam Jackson's because the guy is kind of ageless. Once he, once right. he shaved his head, it's kind of right. hard to tell 60 year old Sam Jackson from 40 year old Sam Jackson. It's true. It's, the oh, truth. it's true. It's yeah. true. And, and I mean, and his acting hasn't really evolved either. Right. So he no. just remains. Have to. He like, doesn't. Once again, just have fun yeah. listen, yeah. once you yeah. have that flavor, you don't need it again. It's like Chick-fil-A yeah. sauce. Right. You just try it once. Right. I mean, man, this episode brought to you by Chick-fil-A. What's <laughs> in your wallet? <laughs> um, but you know, I, I, I was doing some background on this because I watching it a second time because this was only my second time watching mm-hmm. Captain Marvel. I just kind of wanted to read it. So how did they do that? <laughs> and um, they they did the research to where they didn't just all right let's just de-age a human being. They looked up movies that Samuel Jackson was in the '90s specifically mm-hmm, and cool. used that as character references. So like which is so cool. Which I mean, when you think of all the different movies he was in, I mean that's a pretty wide no, range. Uh, it and is, then yeah. um, I, I should have written the name down, but ironically, they ended up using a very obscure movie that he was in as like their main <laughs> reference. But I, I thought they did a, a great job, like even when you were looking for it. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I'm going to also piggyback off a trip. I thought Ben Mendelsohn did a tremendous job mm-hmm. playing Talos yeah. in, in this one. And, and I, did y'all ever see Twelfth Night, like the Shakespearean play? Mm-mm. No. 
Okay, so you know, back back in <laughs> Kevin's like, that's a movie that's going to make me think. I don't like. Yeah, I don't well, like that yeah, everyone's like, all right, history lesson, checking out. Um, right. But I just I thought it was ironic that Talos is a shapeshifter, right? And he mm-hmm. ends up shapeshifting into his actual body. So he's playing yeah. a character who's playing him playing a character i mean it's just like the inception of i know who about i that. am i'm it's, a dude disguised as a dude playing another dude yeah exactly all right. all right i mean i just whoever the casting person was for that like wait we're gonna cast ben mendelson to play ben mendelson it's casting right. inception it's yeah. right. Castception. how many paychecks does he get does he get like <laughs> the acting one and a likeness huh i don't oh, know that's a good point <laughs> yeah yeah go back and yeah, look the, the answer one um, Kevin, what about you? What, what were some highlights for you? So from I, would Captain add, I would echo everything that you guys already said, but you guys, I, in my mind, missed two big things. So by the time mm-hmm. this movie came out, it was about time that Marvel had a female lead film. This is the first one yeah. that mm-hmm. they did. And it was one of the later ones, like number 20 something. Yeah. Um, I mean, before, not, before Black Widow gets her own movie, a, a brand new character, a brand new character <laughs> gets out hers. of the blue sort of gets yeah. one. Um, so I apply, I do applaud them for that, but also it's kind of funny the way it falls chronologically. So this film filled a massive void that I had in Captain America, the first adventure. So if you remember, there was a little old lady in Captain America with a Tommy yeah, gun that got and I wanted down. to see, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wanted to see more old lady fights. <laughs> and Captain Marvel delivered <laughs> on this on the train. That's they right. delivered yeah. on the train yeah. where the old lady yeah. beat the mess out of Captain Marvel. Yeah, so that, that was, was the shot happy. that they used over and over again for the market for the trailer and the marketing. Yes, they did. Yeah, that's just that mm-hmm. sweet little smile and then that sucker punch. Yeah, and then uh, so you look at it chronologically. Oh, maybe we did miss out something on if you watch it chronologically. All right, let's have this old lady beat some people up. So Kevin's happy. So. You just have this strange desire to have it like WWE grannies in every single yeah, dude, that, that, that was, that was WWE. That was kind of a dichotomous statement there. I'm so glad we have a female-led film and that there are old ladies getting beaten up. <laughs> she beat up. Seems like you're talking out of both sides of your mouth. <laughs> no, I like the old lady fight. I really, I do wish the one in Captain America would have like hosed some people down with that Tommy gun a little bit more. I, but, right, okay. but, but it was nice, to, it was nice to see in this one that they sort of gave it. Um, it was just hey, cool because well, I mean, it wasn't really an old lady. It was one of the Cree dudes. It was a just, scroll, yes. Just dressed, or, or yeah, a scroll. Cree, excuse me. Cree, just yeah. dressed up like an old lady. But it was right. it was cool to see. No, no, <laughs> scroll, scroll is like the, me or not. I don't know. I thought it was cool. No, scroll are the shapeshifters. The Cree yeah. are the the Cree are the yeah. Uh, and the, the after that. show, we're going to talk about um, uh, Kevin's upbringing and his relationship with his mother because I think there may be some underlying <laughs> issues. No, I want to know his cool. relationship with his grandma. <laughs> that too there you go there like you go. how yeah. often did you fight with your grandma like full on not tussle? at all not or at how all. often did your grandmother fight in wwe that's the question mm. not a never that you never that you grandma. know of my that grandfather you know of. So it depends on which side of the family you go on i had a uh both of them worked for the government one was in the fbi Ooh, both my grandparents yeah. grandfather so she yeah. could easily have been like a luchador like something where she sure. can wear a mask. Let's go with that. <laughs> Let's go with that. <laughs> I knew that would get sad. La Grandma Lucha. La Dinchura. La Dinchura going up against the walker. Oh. No, the abuelita. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, another thing we didn't mention in this one is it was the first, well, it, it was the first Marvel film that was released after Stan Lee passed away. What? Well, I don't think it yeah. was after oh, he passed yeah. away, actually. I think he... Passed away during post. 
Right. Yeah, well, but, well, but I mean, it was about, released. After okay, re- released. Yeah, yeah, released. Because yeah. I mean, I, I'll tell you, I I forgot that. So when they do the opening like MCU graphic remember, yeah. montage and it's all Stan Lee, like mm-hmm. it, yeah, it got me right point. in the feels, man. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, Stan. Yeah. I I always loved him. Like beyond mm-hmm. just what he was, being the George Lucas of Marvel, it, it like I just always loved his demeanor. And how, I mean, he was, he was huge and had more money than God, but he was still just such a sweet old man who just really loved talking about comic books, uh, what he did. Yeah. Yeah. He did. He never seemed to get tired of talking about the history behind them and the conversations he had creating these characters. Yeah. Um, So yeah, it really, like I I just replayed, I just replayed the um, uh, Spider-Man for PS4. And he mm-hmm. has a cameo in that too. He's a fry, oh, really? he's a short order cook. <laughs> wow, yeah, he's funny. a short order cook in it. And uh, he tells Mary Jane and Peter Parker that they're his favorite couple. And I went, oh, oh, buddy, because oh, <laughs> I, I forgot he was in it. That's awesome. That is awesome. Well, I I enjoy his, his cameos all throughout the films just mm-hmm. so much. I yeah. I can hardly stand it, but it's the they're mm. excellent. No, 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 no. Don't you dare. <laughs> don't you dare sully so his on lineage that note, so on by, that note, by making that on. pun. That is not fair. Don't you put that down on paper. That doesn't count. No, sir. Did okay. you write that one in advance? Let's be honest. Uh, I mean. Yes, he did. Okay, yep, that was <laughs> you. Yep. Good call. It's okay. on there. <laughs> it's on there. All right. Um, any other any other things about Captain Marvel that you marveled about? Uh, it, this just occurred to me. It, 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 I just realized that Captain America showed up in the 1940s. And apparently, mm-hmm. I guess I guess unless you count that brief blip in the 80s where uh, Star-Lord got sucked up by the um, by the aliens, mm-hmm. you had a 40 to 50 year gap in the MCU where there was no superheroes. Yeah, that yeah. just occurred. It just occurred to me that there's mm. nothing else that apparently occurred. That they've told. I guess, yeah. Yeah, that they've told. I mean, I guess um there's uh, a lot you could Carter. do. You, there's a lot you could do because they had to loop it all into Endgame. There's mm-hmm. still tons and tons of stuff you can do. And not necessarily. If you think back to Captain America Civil War, the Winter Soldier was still a thing. In fact, he killed Tony's dad and mom. That's true. So That's true. That, you could consider Man, him a superhero because eventually s- he became that way. But yeah. we're getting into and spoilers guess, on other movies. <laughs> and yeah. and I get. I'm 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 pretty sure that the Black Widow movie takes place before the Avengers and all the other I think it does and too. all the other stuff. Right. So so okay, well, apparently we have some activity in other decades. Huh. I Yeah. I I think Black Widow this new one I thought it takes place right after Age of Ultron. I could be wrong, but I don't know oh, if it's that's that it. much okay. Of a story. Okay. okay. I thought it I thought it was like a prequel uh to I didn't think it was an origin story, but I thought it was like it, what she was up to before she joined the Avengers. So sure. I, okay. I don't think it's that <laughs> far sense. of a prequel because okay. we kind of already got that in all of her flashbacks into her academy and all of that. Yeah. So Andrew's I, probably twitching at this point while he's listening to this. Yeah, he's Andrew's probably Guys, get back on, get back on topic, get back on topic. <laughs> on topic, on topic. Okay. All right, let's shift gears a little bit into question number two, which is what would you have changed about Captain Marvel? So we know this movie had a lot of controversy buzzing around it, uh, but, you know, I, it, it still is a Marvel film and it's still part of the family. Right. So yep. with even with that context, what would you have liked to see different about Captain Marvel? Kevin, how about you? Ooh, OK, so <laughs> let's start with the Cree. OK, so the Cree are blue. Uh huh. Unless you have a story point. 
<laughs> well, then you can be whatever color skin you need to be. <laughs> no, that's true. If, if you're like a main character, yeah. then you get to be white. But right. other, other than that, you're blue. <laughs> yeah. So that that bothered me. Um, Just the, the discontinuity of skin color. Yeah, I mean... I mean, do we know if that's a comic thing? Like, are they, are they blue? They're blue and they're blue in the comics. But then you think of like Captain Marvel, like Carol's character, like, yeah, I'm one of these people. There's me and two other white people and one African-American guy and then a bunch of big Smurfs. Like, how do you not, (laughs) how do you not think something's up? Now, granted, you're the only one with like these mega powers. So maybe that will like threw you a bone with that one. But, um, (laughs) that and i would have beefed up the 90s a ton like they marketed this thing as the 90s and it's not like it has blockbuster in it um so so you felt like the 90s were more of a cameo rather than a true uh nostalgia fest yeah there's no other (laughs) than blockbuster there and they did have like and also i would have tweaked the soundtrack the soundtrack was if you knew 90s rock it was all female bands or female led bands save like two or three songs. Yeah. A lot of them. And yeah. I knew every single one of these songs. Like I owned most of the al- these albums growing up, but there's two points when they're like, so when she's meeting, um, the great collective person, I forget like Marvel at the end when she'd be like, becomes like this. Right. Right. But, they, but that's when they play a Nirvana song. But I'm like, guys, if you're going to go with this all female lead, all female band music, Go with it. Don't break it because you need a Nirvana song because it's a 90s film. Like either go all in on 90s or all in on girls 90s bands. Well, I mean, do you think uh, do you think it had to have been the 90s? So, I mean, is your argument that you're like, OK, they didn't lean in enough. It could have been the they 80s for all we care. Oh, OK. They wasted it. So okay. like, if you're going to do the 90s, do it right. Like. You could call it a period piece at this point because the 90s are like 20, like it ended 22 years ago. Don't say that. Don't say that. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Like, like the beginning of the 90s was 30 mm. years ago. You have this great period wow. comic book piece in mm. Captain America. And then you follow it up with like, we're going to say it's the 90s. But the only thing about 90s really about it visually is we're crashing through a blockbuster and we'll show it through pay, a few pay phones. A couple like of t-shirts. Other, a couple t-shirts, but you can buy, like, people wear that stuff now. Like, that's... Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah they like, probably got their wardrobe from Target. Right, absolutely. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so I would have beefed up the 90s hardcore, because it wasn't really, like, it was, like, eh. Yeah, so there needed to be 100% more Pokemon cards in this film. There needed to be any Pokemon cards. <laughs> they needed, like, but they should, they, like, they could have played it up the 90s a ton, because it was really just, like... Okay, we're going to be either be on a completely different planet, so it's completely irrelevant, on a military base, or at some lady's farm. So like, I never, I never took it as I never saw the mark. Maybe I didn't see the same marketing materials you did, but I never considered it as the message that was communicated to me was not that this was supposed to be some sort of '90s nostalgia fest. Sure. Um, the, the first, the first couple of scenes of the trailer showed that she's in a blockbuster video. So mm-hmm. that told me, okay, this takes place in the nineties, but it's just to establish the time period. So right. I didn't feel any sort of, I didn't feel any sort of, um, sense of disappointment. Cause I never thought it was supposed to be like that any more than like Captain America was supposed to be some nostalgia fest for the forties. Sure. But and as just, a dude that uh-huh. like graduated high school in 96, when you lead your marketing stuff with blockbuster, 
mm-hmm. you're like, oh, this is going to be 90s awesomeness. And it was a blockbuster and a bunch of broken pay phones. But isn't isn't that your issue? Isn't that a personal yeah, problem? Say, because that, that's a Kevin I don't problem. think that's, you could, I don't you think that's what that. <laughs> you, but I'm like the target audience for a 90s film. But that's that's what I'm saying, though. Uh, So two things are, are you, uh, well, okay, let me rephrase. You are, yes, you are. But is that the message they were communicating that it was a 90 nostalgic thing? Or did you just look at it and go, oh boy, this is going to be like, did you just hype it up in your own head? I might've hyped it up in my head, but I think a lot of people, my demographic did when you say it's going to be set in the nineties and you throw out starting with blockbuster. Right. Like, oh dude, this is going to be, I I mean, I, I, and and the history of every other Marvel film having right. great area area pieces and it's like oh this is yeah. gonna be awesome they're gonna do they're gonna do us right no like, no i mean i'm with kevin like showing blockbuster in the trailer is a 100 percent marketing move of like oh this is gonna be the 90s uh-huh. because i i don't think it was important that it was 1995 i think this pre-story could have equally as happened in 2001 Anywhere. In fact, yeah. I thought it would have been more culturally compelling to have her land on Earth around the events of 9-11. Like, talk mm-hmm. about, all right, so now the the scroll, or, yeah, right? They are uh, coming in around, like, terrorists. And so now you've got culturally worrying about, all right, who's a terrorist and who's, you know, uh, American versus, all right, so who's a scroll, who's a Cree, who's not? Like, I think that would have been much more compelling than just mid 90s so it was just i think flat. they just wasted it they just wasted it so not not enough of a cameo or not enough nostalgia to make it worth it but right okay yeah all right so that so that's one thing Fair you would have changed trip what's yeah. something you would have changed uh brie larson's face uh, yeah, which is kind of kind of similar so, to my comments. So you've comments got a thing of, on faces, like you I was about to say, God, there's, there's a trend. There's a trend happening here. I promise yeah. that you may think that this is going to be like a common thread for all of my commentary. It's not. I said something similar about Chris Evans in the last uh, the the last Marvel one we did. Um, the the weird thing is, is like I said about about Chris Evans. I like both of those actors uh, a lot, actually. But there was just something about Chris Evans, and for him, it was more just physically, bone structure, stuff like that. He seemed so boyish that I wasn't sure that he really fit in the the, um, macho man for the the look. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Um, With Brie Larson, it was, she just didn't seem to show any emotion. I just, it just seemed like she had a couple of different facial expressions, and every now and then she would smile at the little kid. She got a lot um, of criticism for that when that movie came yeah. out as being very just flat and lifeless. Yeah. But, yeah. but do you think that that is a Brie Larson problem or a director problem? No, because I'm the rest of the cast Brie, was great. I'm going to say Brie Larson problem uh, yeah, because I felt the same way about her in the following Avengers movies. And mm-hmm. uh, well, I guess she didn't really, really show up until Endgame, right? She right. showed up at the mm-hmm. very tail end. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I felt the same way about her in Endgame. Um, I just, I don't know. I can't begin to attribute why I don't think she was showing a lot of emotion. Um, she has absolutely knocked it out of the park and most everything else I've seen her in. Um, what, what, uh, uh, Dexter community. Um, she won an Oscar for, I'm trying to remember what the room, the room, the room. The room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Like she has, so, so she's shots. really, and she's really versatile. She can do, mm-hmm. she can play she the run, girlfriend though. of a, <laughs> yeah, but neither can the actor. But neither can the actor who plays the Flash. So at that least is running isn't crucial to her character. Ezra, Ezra Miller, <laughs> Ezra Miller, that's Gustin, it. Which that's one? It. Yeah, 
Ezra Miller. I went but, off but on I a mean, tirade like, about he, him. But the fact that you've seen her show range, I mean, she won an Oscar. To That's me, what's then, the, the yeah. differentiating factor is the directors. Yeah. Because this one I, was directors. It was a duo. Which, you know, man, name all the movies where that wasn't a recipe for failure. But <laughs> uh, Matrix. Right. The the one movie. <laughs> Just saying. You want to talk about Matrix two and three? Well, okay. Yeah, that's that's a different story. <laughs> um even a blind squirrel can find a nut, all right? But I, I think I think she was directed into oblivion on this one because they took this origin story and they leaned a little bit too far into the whole Cree thing of like, you have to be emotionless, right? I mean, it's mm. what, it's what mm. Jude Law's character the entire time was saying, like control your emotions, control yeah. your emotions to someone who ironically was not emotional at all. Emotional at all. Um, yeah. <laughs> but but right. I think they leaned too far into that part of her backstory. And so I, I think she was just following along with what she was given. Yeah. Yeah, uh, be be that as it may, origins notwithstanding, I still want to change her face. <laughs> may, may I may I refer you to the audiobook because that seems to be That's more right. your thing. If it, yeah. every single person, it's the face. That's right. I, uh, maybe I'll just shots, yeah. maybe I'll just close my eyes and listen to what is it? Audio descriptive descriptions or something like that that are on some of the Blu-rays. Some right. Of the, mm-hmm. uh, yep. Where they yep. literally describe everything that's happening uh, for for the let's just say the visually impaired. Um. Maybe, or maybe they do not want me to have that job. Like no one <laughs> in the world wants me to have that job. Or now maybe somebody's be... doing a thing and that dude's mad yeah. and he's <laughs> taking a couple of steps. Oh, he just died. <laughs> you didn't care about him anyways. That's right. Yeah, he was, he didn't matter. Uh, oh, it's over. Uh, okay. Well, All right, Brett, see you next time. I want to hear from you. So, so what are some things that you would change about Captain Marvel? Yeah, almost everything. I did not enjoy this film very much. Um, and it's, and I agree with trip. Brie Larson has some great acting chops. It wasn't her. I think there were some very key, uh, dare I say fundamental pieces that were really missing from this. Dare uh, you say it? Some, yeah, some, some, so Cree, first, oh, no, some you Cree pieces that were missing. <laughs> Look, g- give us a reason to love the protagonist. Just mm. please. Yeah. Instead of flat as a pancake, just any personality will do. Anything. Just give me a personality. Give me anything. I mean, take an example from Lord of the Rings. They could have made somebody as flat as all get out just because they were supporting character, but they didn't. They made you care about every single one of them for different reasons. Yeah. Um, if they can make you care about nine people in a single movie, then uh, yeah, <laughs> we should yeah. be able to care about the titular character. The main character. <laughs> yeah. I hope so. And another thing, and the reason I think it was hard for us to connect with her is that she wasn't vulnerable and she didn't sacrifice anything. Did anybody yeah. notice that? Yeah. Oh no, I don't have a memory, but I've got superpowers. My life is so hard. (laughs) Wow. Wait, you're right. I guess the only thing she, she sacrificed was like at the end, it was like, no, wait, it has been within me the entire time. Okay. I'll use my powers now. And by the way, does does she have a weakness? Anyone? uh, So, so not, not in the movie. And and you know, this is something that I felt was severely underexplained is like, she just had powers, right? She had these cool, like beam hands. And Mm, then at the end she could do whatever the heck she wanted. Right. It was kind of like at the end, all the powers in her character absorbs energy. So like one of her weaknesses is if someone sucks energy, like, so, so basically she can, it's almost like black Panther suit to where like she absorbs the energy. And then the reason it's so powerful, she can, you know, blast it back out. So her weakness, technically, if someone can like siphon energy, that's her kryptonite. But but they never explain that. No, she's kind of she's a just add 
<laughs> just add different color suit supernova. Yeah. 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 That's a that's a great point that those her powers were basically her ruby red slippers. You you had the power inside <laughs> yeah. of you all along. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and I like, never thought okay, of that. Yeah. What was the point of all of that? I would have been yeah pissed at the good witch if i if she didn't tell me at the beginning of all this you telling me i had to befriend an effeminate lion a rusty soldier and a and a and a guy that was i had to put a guy back together uh because he was made of straw all for nothing yeah and And when when the and when a struggle is internal with a video you've got to externalize it and i don't think they did a very good job here Mm -hmm. um I, i think that if you just have some external way where you just have to be willing to overcome and break free inside that's not interesting i'm just i'm sorry it's just not um and and did anyone else think that the music was forgettable well i mean i I think that's that's a person most marvel films like this is this is a this is not a new thing marvel please get hire han zimmer please (laughs) someone (laughs) from anyone if if you're going to use pop culture music Go watch the first season of Umbrella Academy. It's almost like a masterclass yes. <laughs> on how to right. do it properly. Mm-hmm. Right yeah, there, even, you go. That, that's and a Guardians great of the Galaxy did it well too, but Umbrella Academy is on a different level. Well, and yep. and their music choice for the climactic final battle, yeah, just a girl. I'm like, could you be any I, more on the nose, lame? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I feel like someone just like 90 music, any title that has girl in it. Okay, sure, yeah. we'll pick this one. I, yeah. I would have much rather seen um, like a remix to Hit Me Baby One More Time. Like how awesome would that have been? Hit Me Baby One More Time. Yeah. Like that that would have been yeah. a remix. Was, I'm not yeah. saying the original, but like a remix I thought would have been cool. I think people yeah. would have probably... that. I would have loved to have seen that just so I could see people's reaction in the theaters because it would have, it would have erupted. (laughs) Everyone would start in the middle. It would be people. No, 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 no. It would be people. One half of the room would be groaning and the other half would be laughing their tails (laughs) off. Yeah. Or singing along. But one thing would be short. They just handcuffed themselves with that, like doing mostly female lead and female Mm -hmm. bands. Save for, they did one Nirvana song and two REM songs. Like you need to go all in. Or like either direction, go right. all in. All or nothing. It, it's, it yeah. is interesting to me for all the controversy that was sort of surrounding it as leading, leading up to the release of the movie. I really just thought it kind of went through its paces. This is one of the first few. I, I, once I saw the movie, I was like, this was just a marketing scheme. Like all the, yeah. all the controversy all the around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Things that Brie Larson had said and, mm-hmm. and then the way they were positioning the movie as this, you know, as this statement piece, mm-hmm. other than a few short, a uh, few small comments and the, the music choice and things like that, they really, they really did play it safe. And this is one of the yeah. first Marvel movies mm-hmm. I've seen where I just, I genuinely felt like it was just going through the paces. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it, it really doesn't resonate with me one, one way or another. And well, if any, before we get any hate mail, I'm going to say that about a couple of other films too. So just, <laughs> just well, bear with us. Yeah. You also have to remember, I, I know we're going through these chronologically, but you also have to remember release order. Like mm-hmm. what film was going to wow us to the same level that Endgame would. Exactly. I mean, I, I, right. I wouldn't want to be yeah. on the docket at all after right. uh, Infinity War because yeah. you don't care yeah. about anything until you get to Endgame, right? So the right. fact mm-hmm. that, 
they decided, hey, we're going to release this in between. I, yeah. I felt like as a, okay, well, we have to introduce some new information, but obviously mm-hmm. we're not giving the crowd what they actually yeah. want, which is in-game. Right. It, it did its job. Sure. That's a that's a good point. That just yeah, made me yeah. think of um, Iron Fist and Iron how Fist. the first season, the first you know, neither season was great, but the first hmm. season was abysmal. And then once I I learned more about it and heard interviews from the main from the main actor and everything, it really sounds like they were just trying to crank it out as fast as possible so to they could get to, to the defenders. Yep, to yeah. get the defenders yeah. out. <laughs> and so that's a great point. I wonder if some of that maybe factored into this just on a much larger scale because it's sure a billion did. dollar movie. Yeah. Could be. I also thought that the uh, Samuel L. Jackson deserves a better reason for his bad eye. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. A flurgan. Yeah. Or I mean, Flergen. let's call it a cat scratch. Yeah. Like of all the cool ways he could have lost his eye, a cat scratch. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I get it that they're trying to just kind of turn over a new leaf and go, He's cool in every other way except this one way, and it lives on his that's face what they every were doing? single day of his life. Yeah, is that I, what they were doing? I guess. I, that's what I think they were what happened doing? is they, like a, they were in the writer's room, and they're like, all right, we got to come up with something from scratch. Uh, oh, you yeah. suck. <laughs> you are. Oh. That's I saw more of like Nick Fury wow. is such a BA. What is the most mundane way we can get him to lose his eye? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's an accident. It yeah. was an accident. Or, an accident. Or ha- did they just run out of screen time? They're like, yeah. oh crap, what if, we got five minutes. Yeah. Uh, did they go, did they go, what if it was something like, what if he walked into a wall? Nah, that's lame. What if he got scratched? There yeah. you go. Bye. Well, the other thought was like, <laughs> why did he even have to lose it in this film? Like, why would, yeah. why couldn't it still be a mystery? Yeah. Yeah. It's a great point. Like, are you saying that he just shows up with the scar in the 90s the same as all the other yeah, times? Like, why, like, why, yeah. why, why do you have to show it? Why can't it, like everybody have their that's own? That's a great point. As you can have this fun thing, this fun little thing of like the Avengers sitting around talking. How do you think he lost his eye? And they have these like crazy stories about how they lost his eye. Oh, it could be like the Joker. Everybody has a different story. Everybody has a different story about what happens to his eye. (laughs) I was there. I saw it. Well, which would work (laughs) because the the previous origin story we had is I want to say Cap asked him how did you lose his eye and he's like I got it the last time I trusted someone yeah um, mm, that's yeah. in that's in uh, Winter Soldier um, yeah. which it's uh, which I mean I guess it fits Nick Fury he's a spy he's gonna be you know vague about it but to know Dubious. that the actual ba- so wait you trusted a cat. <laughs> you trust number a one yeah but, but i, I mean, stood like, too close think of think of all of the unasked trusted for, my depth perception all yeah. of the unasked for origin stuff that was crammed in the last 10 minutes because it was how he how he lost his eye how the avengers initiative got its name which yeah. i thought that yeah. was so yeah. lame yeah. yeah i didn't need yeah. that but then also like where the tesseract fits back in yeah. which i which i felt like they had to just quickly retcon like oh yeah, yeah. uh it has <laughs> to get back to shield somehow uh florganate it and uh hairball cool done <laughs> fun fact about nick fury so nick fury in the comics was originally a white dude yep yeah oh, that's right he, and he was getting released to get his own TV series, I believe it was on USA at the time. I know where this is going. Um, starring David Hasselhoff. <laughs> <laughs> there is what? there is a yeah. fantastic line in in that show where some woman looks at him and goes, and, and it's he looks like David Hasselhoff with an eye patch. Like yeah. that's pretty much it. He's wearing a leather yeah. jacket. Yeah. And this it's woman like looks Knight at Rider him with and an goes, eye patch. This there's this this woman looks at him and goes, I'll see you in hell. And he goes, We'll do lunch. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Was that was were you done? No, it's or was great. That, yeah, that, yeah. Anytime well, you talk about David Hasselhoff, it's awesome. I mean, yeah. I I guess yeah. he would be keeping the forces of evil at bay. Yeah, uh, watching nice. them. You came up. Nice. Okay, yeah. I'll give you I'll give you a moderate we'll respect that on that one. We'll yeah, that the one. only thing I would have changed about that show was uh, David Hasselhoff's face. <laughs> uh, just and something about his actually faces. just I forget about the eyes. patch just put in no i was gonna say forget about the patch put a bag over his face and a just face cobra patch. commander <laughs> yeah face cobra commander face patch <laughs> um you know i another thing that bothered me and maybe y'all can help me figure this out the opening flashback scene, which can we talk about how many flashbacks there were in this film? <laughs> it, this should have been called Captain Flashback. Um, yeah. But uh, what was the burning piano? Do y'all I, remember that shot? Like there's, there's an, in the opening montage when she's when she's reliving the crash, <laughs> there's this random shot of a burning piano and watching it the second time through. I was like, "Ooh, I'm going to figure out what this means. Nothing. Nothing. Never brought up. Uh, the supporting characters don't play pianos other than I don't know if there's a piano Cree at some point, but like <laughs> the piano literally never comes up. Well, if you our have to wait theory, for Captain Marvel too. if our theory about them trying to meet a deadline and cramming <laughs> all that other crap in towards the end of the 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 movie is yeah. correct. Maybe it's just a plot line they completely forgot to tie. Got yeah, just fr- it's just front loaded. Or, or maybe maybe footage. the production maybe the production designer was like, "Hey guys, I got this old piano. I got to get rid of. Can we burn it? Sure, let's burn it. <laughs> <laughs> stick it in the montage." Y'all, y'all keep talking. Yeah, somebody was yeah. trying to meet their budget at the end of the fiscal year. Otherwise, they weren't yeah. going to be able to claim it again <laughs> the next year. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, no, they they were just trying to play the piano on the wrong Cree. They were. You're a jerk. Uh, there you go. That <laughs> one struck a chord. I like that uh, one. Uh, are there chords in piano? Does that count as a pun? Are there chords yeah, in piano? Play a chord on chord. the piano. Yeah, I thought yeah. chords were um, uh, guitar. Well, they're both string uh, instruments. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Someone mm-hmm. doesn't know. All right, y'all, hang on. Y'all keep talking. I'm getting on the. I'm going on the the Reddit vortex right now, trying to see if anybody <laughs> has any theories about on the, the burning piano. But I think I think something else that they failed to do for an origin story is they they just didn't give us enough information about her powers. So that mm-hmm. like like so we have precedent of her smashing through a ship. You know. Right. Very yeah. easily, like it's Swiss cheese, Swiss, Swiss crease. Um, yeah, not, but, not being vulnerable, yeah. by the way, no it, weakness. It, but it was like, okay, so h- how? Yeah, <laughs> that's Can't my only relate. question. How? Um, yeah, because I mean, Captain America, you find okay, well, it's from the serum, and I'm not mm-hmm. saying it has to make complete scientific sense, right? It's a comic right. book, it's a comic book. Did, but if someone did you say a, serum, yeah, serum. C- serum yes yeah, yeah serum. That, oh did yeah. i say serum yeah yes. well, like a serum serum <laughs> yeah it just takes a little yes, serum <laughs> just takes a, a little syrup and then he becomes a captain yeah America. so in, in the comic books carol is like the second or third captain marvel the first one is it's, a dude and it is marvel yeah. marvel yeah yes mm-hmm. so marvel is yeah. a dude who was the original which Captain is Marvel? Technically, which was technically Jude Law's character in the movie, wasn't it? No, it was the old. He wasn't lady. Marvel. It was it was the lady. Well, I thought. Um, well, I thought it was another fighter fighter okay, pilot, and it was Walter. Right. It was it was, it was right. the lady, right. That was like her mentor. That's right. Okay. 
their okay. mentor, but um, not. It was like it was strange. Right, so burning piano was, theory. It was not. A, it does not look like it was a plot thread at all. It looks like it was a tribute to somebody who died. Uh, that was a consultant mm. on the movie. All right. Oh. So. Oh wow! All right, let's talk. Hang on, let wow. me let me but let me skip why, past all the why um, put it exposition. in the movie that way. I'm it's working on net. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a quick flash of Bernie Piano is shown on screen. Marvel movies are known for their detailed backstories and Easter eggs, but what's the deal with the piano? And why are we writing about it on an airshow website? This is airshowstuff.com. It's for okay. You know, uh, okay planes. The piano is actually a tribute to Thunderbird Number no. Four, Major Stephen Cajun, quote unquote mm. Del. Ba- Del Bagno? Oh, Del they, Bagno? Okay. They, give him, they give him props at the end of the credits. He, mm-hmm. he huh. uh, let's see, tragically, he was killed in a car, cr- in a crash in April of 2018, just a week after concluding his work on the film. Wow. Uh, mm. Let's see here. Okay. Uh, okay. He, oh, God. Uh, <laughs> the, well, sorry, it's, this is kind of a rough way to go out. The team was practicing their air show routine at Creech AFB, Air Force Base near Las Vegas when mm-hmm. his jet impacted the ground after failing to recover from a high speed dive. Ooh, listeners, I'm sorry. This is getting this is getting a little. Uh, wow, little I'm sorry I asked. Okay, so piano. why the burning piano? It's act. Wow. It's, now we have to know. It's actually yeah. a traditional send off for fighter pilots who have flown wet. Holy crap, guys! Oh, wow. I'm gonna get emotional. Um, really. Burning That's a piano. It's actually a traditional send-off for fighter pilots who have, quote, flown west that, according to fighter pilot Lord, dates back to World War II or even earlier. There are variations on the story, but the most common is that a particular RAF pilot was especially good at playing in the piano, was playing the piano in the squadron clubhouse. When he was killed in battle, his squad mates realized they would never hear him play again. Holy crap. And burned the piano as tribute. It's not only an appropriate wow. shot to include, it fits perfectly with the lead character's black background. Carol Danvers is an Air Force pilot who would know the tradition well. I love this movie now, just because of that. Whoa. Wow. Five, five frames. Mm-hmm. Five frames of the movie with wow. all that backstory. Man. Holy cow. That is awesome. Brett, does that hit you any kind of way? Well, Mr. I- uh, I've added that to my what I would keep and they did well list. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. But as touching as that is, it's completely missed because they don't give us that context, which is kind of, which is is kind of us or is it for him? Like it's not really for the audience, but, but just like the backstory for Captain Marvel, there was some context that was missed. So we don't catch the significance of things. Maybe so. Wow. That's maybe so. That's amazing. But maybe every but, single fighter pilot that watched this movie knows right. exactly at what the, it is. At mm. the same time, at the same time, like it, we're talking about it now. We just found out and all of our draws just dropped. Like it, wow. it had an impact, mm. just not in the context of the story. Yeah. Whew, somebody say something fun. Make a fart joke or something. I, I was going to say, <laughs> man, so where do we go on that note? Um, well, I'll, I'll make a, a grand stroke and we'll go to question number three. So... What are your dad night, date night, and family night scores for this film? So we'll we'll give Trip a second to compose himself. So Brett, <laughs> Brett, what what's your what are your scores? Two, two, and two out of five. <laughs> All right, consistent. I just I out of I'd, five or out of ten? Out of wait, is that a ten, brother? It's out of it's 10. out of ten, buddy. Oh, okay, it's still a two. 
<laughs> I just I, math is hard. I, I don't care enough to to recalculate. It's a two. Yeah, I I I just don't enjoy the film very much. Uh, that the only reason why it's not a one is because there are fight scenes in it, and because the supporting characters actually did a, a, a good job. I mean, it's just I, sorry. I, it, nothing against any particular person, but I think that the story fell flat. The character development was lame. There was no relatability in, in their weaknesses and, and um, yeah, I just didn't enjoy it very much. So regardless, I wouldn't like it watching it by myself with a date or with the kids. <laughs> I wouldn't like Ouch. it in a house. I wouldn't like it with a mouse. I wouldn't like it with a fox. I wouldn't, <laughs> <laughs> this is your green eggs and ham movie. It, right. it is. Uh, it is. <laughs> Although I, I'm glad it was added for Endgame because I mm-hmm. thought that Endgame was a fantastic movie, but that's mm-hmm. for another day in time. All right, that that will be in December of this year. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, Kevin, what are your scores? Uh, so I give it a, a four as a dad night film. Like, okay. If I'm sitting around with a bunch of guys, this is, I wouldn't say the last Marvel movie. Maybe it is the last Marvel movie, but it's definitely not. Not up in the top twenty. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, date night, I gave it a six. This is mostly because so Margaret asked, so what are you guys talking about next week? Like, oh, we're doing Captain Marvel. No, I'd watch that again. Oh, oh, okay. So, wow. It was granted. It was the second time either of us watching. She said, I don't remember that. I'll watch that again. Um, and it's like, it's fine film. Um, in terms of family, I'd also give it a six. So in terms of, it's a really good intro for kids. It's not like overly violent with like actual hmm. guns and stuff. It's all make believe. Like yeah, it only nothing really teaches crazy. them it's okay to punch old ladies. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Apparently that's the thing in the Warren household. Like they just can't ride buses, right. but they can that's punch right. old ladies. That's right. <laughs> But it's like, it's fun. Like, there's nothing like too, like, oh, there's nothing really realistic about it. Like, mm-hmm. it's a great entry point for a young kid into the MCU specifically. Yeah. All right. Good point. All right, Trip. how about you? And has it changed? Has it changed since learning about the burning piano? Uh, no, okay. no, um, that's, that's, uh, no, that, that story gets a, like an 11 out of 10, but, um, the, um, uh, the movie is still going to be pretty consistent with my other scores. Yeah, I, I gave it threes across the board. Um, mm-hmm. If you look at like, if you just kind of cons- for the for the dad score, if you kind of look at my feelings or my emotions while watching this movie as a bar graph, uh, <laughs> no, not a bar graph, line graph, line graph. You know, goes up and down. Again, math um, is hard. It's <laughs> it's late. <laughs> um, the uh, my my interest just kind of gets up at a three and then plateaus the entire time Mm -hmm. uh date night once date night once again my kids and my wife are going to tank a lot of these scores because it's all about their interest or what i'm going Mm -hmm. to let them watch faith doesn't care faith cares about (laughs) wandavision uh doctor strange and uh guardians of the galaxy Mm -hmm. that's it fair um so there's really nothing else that she's gonna watch unless i beg her to and then hattie she's just she's too young Um, she's two years old and anything intense bothers her. So sure. Um, it's not going to (laughs) happen. What about you, Zach? Zachariah. Well, um, for dad night, I gave it a four. Um, I'm probably right there with Kevin to where it's not going to be my first Marvel movie, but Mm -hmm. I don't give it a one because it's a Marvel movie. So yeah, I mean, did it go through the ropes? Sure. But Hey, the ropes kind of work for Marvel. So it doesn't, (laughs) it doesn't, add anything but i also don't feel like it's the worst movie i've ever seen so i'd give it a four date night mm. i 
I almost had to beg Meredith to watch it with me a second time. She was like, I don't like that movie. Why are you doing it? Oh, okay. For the podcast. Sure. Um, so she, she just didn't like the movie. Um, and, and for her, it was all about, she, she just felt that the character was boring. So Mm -hmm. she was like, I I don't, I don't want to watch it. And and she was like, I also feel like she's a a day X machina of just, she comes in and blows up ships and I don't know how. (laughs) Um, And then, but for a family night, I I will say I I give it a five and I'll say the reason it's higher is, you know, having found out that I'm having a daughter, I am happy that, Hey, there's another female in the, the MCU echelon. And like, Again, movie character aside, when you look into Captain Marvel as a comic book character, there is some complexity and she overcomes adversity. And so I'm excited that, hey, any opportunity I have as a father to, uh, you know, read something with my daughter, if she ends up liking comic books or not, and being able to like, hey, what do you think about this person? Do you like them? I mean, obviously, I'll be a Star Wars first family, but you know, I'll give it a five. Like, okay, I I think there's some good fodder here. Yeah, but you can't you can't teach your daughter to look up to Ray. (laughs) You're gonna (laughs) like, I mean, Ahsoka, Ahsoka, but Marvel, Marvel. Well, we're gonna be a Princess Leia first family. There you go. There you go. uh, But anyway, those are our scores. Uh, Well, gentlemen, thanks for shooting the brie with me on this movie. Take the cheese. Uh, that one was written down, if you're wondering. Um, <laughs> Shaking right. my dang head. But it is time to get ready for our game after these amazing couple of seconds. This next segment is brought to you by Maleshko. Making videos should be fast and fun. Find out how at Maleshko.com. That's M-I-L-E-S-H-K-O.com. Or you can go to dadgumnerds.com, click our sponsors tab, and it'll take you straight there. These guys supported us in the beginning, and we'd love for you to support them back. Thanks, guys. All right. It is time for some dad gum trivia. Yes. All right. Kevin is our game master for the night. So, Kevin, take it away. All right. So I'm going to ask a bunch of trivia questions about the Captain Marvel film. It could be about an actor. It could be about the character, whether it's in the movie or the comic book or the film itself, just some sort of random trivia around this property. And we have these guys buzzing in. So let's go around the horn. Zach. Boba Fett. Trip. And Batman. And Brett. Nice. Are you not waking up your kids? The first in season two. They are hard sleepers. I'll say that. They've got my family side of the... We say that, and then Jess comes behind screen. It's like, what were you doing? (laughs) She just walks in and hands you Callie. Nope, not doing it. This is your (laughs) fault. (laughs) This is your child. All right, guys. So here we go. Question number one. Which one of the superhero names was not one of Carol Danvers' superhero names before Captain Marvel? Is it A, Miss Marvel, B, Binary, C, Warbird, or D, Marvel Girl. Kaka. I'm Batman. Trip. C. Sorry. Ah, uh, B. B. <laughs> Binary. Yes, that is incorrect. Boba. Zach. I'm gonna go with D. Marvel Girl. Mm. Marvel Girl is the correct answer. Dang it. Yeah, yeah. Marvel Girl was Jean Grey. Her oh, original name. Really? Yeah. Didn't know that? Yeah. Wow, I didn't yeah. see that coming. No, you didn't. No, you're Is huh? that a pun? Wait, isn't How she is invisible? Is she invisible one? 
No, she's no, not. No, Jean Grey's the telepath, you doofus. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fun fact, I have not, not seen a single Fantastic Four film, Boy. nor do I plan to. The Spider-Verse was a great DC film. <laughs> <laughs> Man, deep cut reference right there. Yeah. All right. So this is a 90s. If like, So if you've watched anything about Marvel in the 90s, you'll know this answer. Mm-hmm. What superhero stole three of Captain's Marvel powers? Can you name the hero? Batman. I'm Batman. The I'm Batman. Go trip. Batman. Go trip. Oh, uh, name the hero and the powers. It's a, it's a two. It's a two part question. Oh, I was expecting. You get extra. You get extra credit for the powers. I wasn't actually expecting to be called upon. All right, uh, Rogue. Rogue is the character. That is correct. Okay. Uh, super strength, flight, and you said there were three powers. There's three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just gonna say energy beams. No. Okay. I, I knew that wasn't it, but. Durability. Durability. Oh, okay. You know what? I lumped that in with super strength. Okay, you you're did. right. Yeah, uh, but the comic book people, the comic book wizards don't. You're right, right. You're right. Durability okay. plus five. Yeah, I've actually Durable. got I've actually got an issue uh, mm-hmm. of of X-Men where um it's it's somewhere in the eighties uh, or I guess the nineties where mm. um Whatever the the whatever happened between Rogue and uh, Danvers when she stole her powers pretty much mm-hmm. permanently, yeah, she stole a lot of her memories too, yes, and it trauma mm. and it traumatized her, so she mm-hmm. hates her. So yep. they actually bump into each other at an airport, and she just 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 pimp slaps her. Yeah. She, Rogue Rogue pimp slaps yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Captain Marvel across yeah. the uh, across the room, and then it, it's that's basically the rest of the and comic then, where the X Men get in yeah. a huge fight with her. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They also show this relationship in the X-Men animated series, which is super popular in the 90s. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that they covered that, though. That's yeah. Well, OK, I guess yeah, I'll just turn do. on Disney just Plus briefly. Just briefly. Yeah. Mm. All right. So this is another multiple choice question. OK. So what was the first comic book film that Brie Larson and Chris Evans starred in together? Was it Endgame? Infinity War. Boba Fett. Zach. Is it Scott Pilgrim versus the world? It is Scott Pilgrim versus ah, the world. You're Whoa. right. Oh, I forgot yeah. that was her. Yep. She was the ex-girlfriend, wasn't she? Yep. I was yeah. trying to think. I was trying to think. I th- it was relationship related. And I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. Spot, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so another time. great another great movie where I love both Chris Evans and Brie Larson in it. Yeah. I thought right. they did great. It's just mm-hmm. uh what was it? Uh, Chris Evans. Oh, he seems nice. That uh, <laughs> that that character he played was awesome. But yeah. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is just a fun movie. Like you it's can't take song. it seriously. It's fantastic. And oh, also yeah. a masterclass and very effective use of creative graphics, like mm-hmm. graphic treatment. Anyway, yeah. mm-hmm. all right, cool. Never seen it. Okay, so both DC. That's no, okay. You'll oh. get there. That's Trip's line. You can't steal his line. <laughs> Both DC and Marvel had a hero named Captain Marvel. But after a lengthy legal battle, Marvel won. What is now the name of the DC character? Trip. Uh, wait, what? Oh, Shazam. Shazam. Shazam, Shazam is correct. <laughs> See, he, he's. Uh, what? Yeah. Yeah. I got confused for a second. I've got some of the old reprints from like the 1940s or 50s. 
and Shazam. Yeah, he uh, he does. He does say Shazam, but turns into Captain Marvel. And then. <laughs> wow. And then when they when they introduce mm. the, sh- the the whole family, you know, Captain Marvel yeah. Jr. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I got confused for a second because uh, the, the Captain Marvel Jr. actually says Captain Marvel. So like there's a lot of confusion going on yeah. in the in the early days of the comics. But yes. Yeah. Wow. He is now that is now Shazam. Yep. Shazam. So Trip, next game, just save us a bunch of time and your buzzing should be uh <laughs> <laughs> We'll get there. I know where you live. I know yeah. where you live. That's just <laughs> Yeah, there's lots of other fun trivia around other characters in this film, but mm-hmm. we are running short on time. All right, well, fun factoids there, Kevin. So, game master, yeah. who is the winner? Game master. So, and, and remember, I did answer before I already you know. got it a multiple choice. You did. Yeah. Uh, Brent mm-hmm. got the remember, goose egg. I got bonus points, <laughs> but I had the best buzzer. You so did have the best he did. buzzer. He did. <laughs> he actually. Can we hear, he, can we hear, can we hear one more time? <laughs> <laughs> it's See, the only lays, reason we have you on the show anymore. Yeah. <laughs> he lays a goose egg every time he says yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've won a single. Yeah. And then if you're not watching, yeah. a vein pops in his head every time he does yeah. it. <laughs> this is <Which> awesome. <laughs> and if it was not for the bonus question, we would have had a tie. But because of the bonus question, trip. Oh. Hey, there it is. At least it's an Olympic medal dumpster fire today. That's it. Mm, I hate you. It's okay. <laughs> the only problem I have with that you is you want to talk space. about. Zach, if you, oh, <laughs> all right. You well, want to talk about deep cuts? Yeah, no kidding. All right, mm-hmm. Kevin, thank you for being another great game master. Uh, we are going to go to our closing thoughts and finish this shindig after this handsome mug. Hey, Daggum Nerds fans, did you know we had a merch store? If you want a T-shirt or a fanny pack to really show off that dad bod. Go to daggumnerds.com and hit that merch store tab and you can find what's in store for you. All right. So any closing thoughts? I still don't like Captain Marvel very much. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> I will make it. She, <laughs> she, she deserves better. Hopefully the next one will yes. do her justice. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, she does deserve better. Yeah, I so I'll, I'll say this for all, all the flack that I threw at this movie today. I am. I'm still going to go see the next one. It didn't kill yeah. it for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, purely because it's a Marvel film. And not to mention right, we're right. starved right now. I mean, I'll tell you, when I saw the MCU logo opening for WandaVision, it was yeah, almost like, good? I've missed you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, well, I th- I, go ahead, Brett. I think a good closing thought for me is the fact that if if a movie is supposed to be good and isn't, and it would be better as a book, I think that's a director problem. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd be curious if if Captain Marvel two has a different director, and if yeah. Brie Larson comes out swinging, then I think we can all, without a shadow of a doubt, say it was a director problem. And that's yeah, a good point. The first Captain that's Marvel. That's fair. That's, that's fair. That's wait. Fair. Is this historic? If Trip said if they, Zach made if, good point. Okay. If they make, if they, <laughs> I give credit where credits due. You can't deny me that. If they make it for the sake of making it, if our theory about what how they mm. made the movie is correct. If they make the next one for the sake of the character and not to meet some sort of deadline or to fit a production yeah. schedule, uh, then I think it'll be a million times better. Well, they've had a lot of time to work on that script because I think <laughs> yeah. it was supposed to already be in production by now, I yeah. believe. Right. Yeah, right. Thanks right. a lot, COVID. What, what? 
Well, everyone, as always, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Hey, whether you're listening or watching or it's a carrier pigeon that brought you this, please subscribe, (laughs) like, punch that bell, whatever you have to do. It really helps us, helps the algorithms. Even if you don't like us, even if you don't actually like us, but you think that we're sort of kind of endearing, just, even just if you do don't, it. it helps even us. if you don't like our faces, apparently, since that's mm-hmm. a, just a huge thing. just <laughs> You don't have to look. Help us yeah, out. Just, just hide behind the microphone. And, and right. also, right. we have got, new to season two, a pretty baller Patreon page that we'd like yeah. you to check really? out. So go to daggernerds.com, go to the Patreon tab, and you'll find a lot of ways that you can get some cool bonus content, some swag, and my personal favorite, become a true believer. And you too can guest on this show and have Trip insult your face. Yeah, and so. we'll play Peekaboo with you. One of the two. I don't know what you're doing. I only insult people's faces unless if they're celebrities. That's it. Okay. That's it. So I celebrities not, are I have not too. insulted one person on this podcast. Meaning that none of us are celebrities. Oh, sad day. Mm, man. How did you do that? <laughs> you just turned <laughs> You just turned it completely around on me. All right. So, pun count. Kevin, on three. Do I even keep track, man? You were going her off. I'm like, I'm done. I'm not even. <laughs> All right. Well, then I, I will reveal the uncontested. The uncontested pun count was 13. Double digits. Yeah. Double digits. I thought it was man more than that. Alive. No, it actually Some of them were really, really good. Tame. Some of them were really bad. I, I don't have as much time for, I guess, puns, I guess, when I have to move things along as the host. So, yeah. hey, Andrew, maybe this is your ticket to <laughs> I was just puns. about to say, <laughs> yeah. maybe we should move you into a more permanent role. Yeah. Like, yeah. All right, we shut him up as the host. <laughs> exactly. All right, guys. Just, yeah. get, just give him what he wants. Just give him what he wants. It shuts him up. Well, that's all we've got for you today. We are so grateful for you to be listening for us. And as always, catch you later, you daggum nerds. Bye, See you later. Bye. Everyone. Appreciate you. Game over.